And now we're recording. Testing. Testing. No, we really are, I promise. Are we, are we, what do we do now? Do we talk? I think, I think that's how audio mediums go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Welcome. You are listening to episode 17 of the Thoughtless Casual Gaming Show with Brett and Jace. We are Geelong based. We're a little gaming podcast where we usually play some games badly and then talk shit about them. Uh, and it has been a while between drinks for us. It feels like forever. But before we go on, I just I want to throw a concept. I just random thought then, episode 17, but it's a new year. Do we call it season two? Do we, do we dare? Oh, I don't know. That just seems rather... Um, Presumptuous? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you put these up. so I can do whatever the, I want. At the end of the day, you may be listening to episode 17, or you may be listening to episode one of season two, or you may be listening to episode XVII. I, Ooh, I hadn't thought about going yeah, Roman. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> Yeah, it has been a little while, so we've got a bit to talk about. We haven't um, necessarily played a game to to talk about this podcast, but we've definitely got a bit to talk about. Um, so, shall we jump back right back into it? Yeah. Uh, tell me, Jace, uh, in the time that we have not recorded, you've been miniature making. Yes. Um, well, that. technically, I did the miniature making like nine months before that. Um so, yeah, my, my time has been somewhat hijacked um, due to a new small human that mm-hmm. is now in my house, um, apparently due to my own <laughs> misconduct. Uh, Have you undercoated it yet? <laughs> Look, he's primed himself plenty. Okay. <laughs> um, he primed me, primed the floor. Uh, so yeah, no. So yeah, we've we've got uh, a new new addition to the family that happened earlier last month. Um, so it has been a little bit of a, a shift in priorities and times and adjusting and sleep and all those things. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that's the, uh, sort of my excuse for want of a better term for <laughs> taking a little bit of time off. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and my excuse has been that you have taken time off. Yeah, you're so, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets it right. Also, yeah. school holidays and Christmas and all that kind of... Yeah, it's a busy time of year, so... Too much. Yeah. Take it back. <laughs> um, what have you been able to do any hobby? Well, fortunately, this is, A, taking over a significant period of time, which mm-hmm. is, you know... Given me to an opportunity to space some of this out. Um, so, what has happened in the hobby world? Um, well, actually, stuff that we've done. I, I'm trying to remember what happened between last episode and this one, and what happens before last episode. I believe the painting of all the Wakanda stuff is still this episode. I don't know that I'd done that last time. I don't know. No, I think I'd undercoated everything and assembled everything. So, Marvel, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, this was on the back of me picking up the core box and then getting a few extras, um, being Black Panther, Killmonger, Shuri, Okoye. Um, so the Wakanda faction, minus Storm, because I haven't picked her up yet, because um, they added her in. Um, 
When you say you haven't picked her up yet. It's From your house. Yeah, I yeah. forgot to bring her. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, she wasn't going to be painted now anyway, so it's fine. But um, So, no, I did, did, did four of those. So, that gives me Black Panther, Killmonger, Shuri, Okoye. Um, the good starting point of, of the Wakanda affiliation, as they're called mm-hmm. in the game. Um, I then decided that... I, that doesn't fill out a roster at all for a game, so I better add someone else in. Um, and added, I've since painted Captain Marvel and Peter Parker, mm-hmm. Spider Man from the um, core box as well. So that gives me enough to play a game with, a full size sort of scale game. And they're very pretty. They're kind of really nice models to paint. They're just that little bit bigger, a little bit, little bit chunky. I, I kind of dig it. You're um, right. Your little Spider Man logo was a lot nicher than mine was. <laughs> I, look, the detail on them is still a pain in the dick. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's not quite, you know, especially coming from like a, a Games Workshop or an Infinity model, for example, the detail is so crisp and defined and it's kind of, you know, it's in there nice and deep black. Um, this is a little bit fine and a little mm-hmm. bit fiddly and a little bit harder to, to manage, but they're still really nice to paint up. And I, I don't know, I felt felt really weird doing you know, both Captain Marvel and Peter. Um just because I was adding, like, it was just like, here's some bright red and some bright blue. And mm-hmm. it's just, take primary colors and throw them at a miniature. It feels really wrong. And a little bit in contrast to the, to the Black Panther style. Which was, how do I make black? Because everything is black on that model. How do I make <laughs> it not just look like I've undercoated him? Um, but no, they're, they're fun. And then I also maybe picked up She-Hulk as well. Yes. So she is currently also primed um and i'm trying to work out so the fun bit with this is like there's the the affiliations Mm -hmm. which you don't have to stick to but i'm a sucker for theme with these things i kind of feel like i have to have to have all of the team um so this is where i needed storm but good example storm comes with cyclops cyclops yeah so that I, i don't want cyclops i don't need cyclops but I need Storm. So either I find someone willing to, you know, supply um, or break open the box and and give up one half or I just buy both of them and deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, In the same that, so the the She-Hulk, the A-Force affiliation, um, I want Wasp, but I don't want Ant-Man. I want Gamora, but not Nebula. (laughs) I want, so there's all these boxes where they come in twos and I only want one of the two. But this uh, seems like a marketing ploy. It, look, and, and they're themed boxes, right? You you, you want Ant Man and Wasp as a thing, yeah. but there's also this affiliation that I want to play that doesn't have them together, and I don't necessarily want to pay play them in their base affiliation. It's a dilemma. Um, so there's quite a few of those boxes where I'm debating whether I just pick them up or whether I just try and find secondhand versions of or. Or other ones. So that's my current dilemma. Yeah. Luckily, I needed Cyclops because I need X Men. X Men are my jam. Like, it's, I grew up on X Men comics. I, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here, but is Storm not an X? She is, but she. Look, I see Storm when I first started reading X Men comics. Storm was the leader, <laughs> so I see Storm as a leader of the X Men. Hmm? I also see Cyclops as a leader of the X Men. And yes. I'm like, oh, do I need two leaders? Um, I mean, sure, it works in the game, but like the 
part in the back of my brain that says, okay, well, if you've got two leaders, then you really need to have, like, X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold and then have, like, two whole new teams. Um, yeah. So, and what happens when I want to have the same Wolverine on both of those? Now, oh, do I need well, to have no, two of them no, and paint no, them? because he was only in Storm's team. From okay. memory, no. Oh. This is going back. It's been a while since I've really paid attention to X Men comics. But when Cyclops came back and they they had the two teams going, I mean, ideally, what I want is X Force. So, and I want like the good X Force. So Wolverine, um, Deadpool, Psylocke, Archangel, Phantom S. And then just done up in the in the. I might, now I'm going to need to get another Wolverine because I I need to paint him in like black and grey. Yeah, I was going to say uh, you can't possibly use yellow Wolverine. Oh dear. Um, and with Deadpool on the release schedule, you're a step closer. Yeah. And I feel like you could take if you needed Psylocke, you could take Gamora's rules, for example, and then run a Psylocke model mm. with. Gamora's rule that'd, that'd do um, and that's just what we do for Archangel but surely there's someone out there that flies oh yeah I mean there is plenty there's plenty and so I've discovered the wall crawler rule mm-hmm. is exactly the same in game as flight so you could also take okay. any of the spider verse mm, I really I really a good Archangel model would just yes <laughs> yes please yeah. <sighs> unlike Black Bolt which is mildly disappointing. He upsets me. I love Black Bolt as a character. Like, the whole idea that somebody cannot talk, otherwise he, like, blows down mountains with a whisper. The concept of its self-control that does it is is the piece I really like. And his costume generally looks quite good. It's just... That model is not great. Look, I can see where they're going with it, but it's just, yeah, look, it's it's not the variable. Whereas the Medusa model, I'm 100% on board with. I didn't love the crystal. She's, like, standing on a rock and she's got a flame in one hand and some water in the I other. I looked at that, but I can't remember. Nah. Lockjaw, however, needs to be purchased. Lockjaw's the beast. Like, yeah, he's just too cool. So good. <laughs> did you, you know, totally going off on a tangent, but did you watch that, the Marvel yes. Inhumans TV show? Yeah, look, it wasn't good. It wasn't, no, it wasn't bad. It <laughs> definitely wasn't good. No, it definitely wasn't good. Mm. I always find it... Look, I'm really nervous about a lot of the Marvel, especially the TV series stuff that they're doing to see how well or not that they do yep. a lot of this stuff. Um, Going down that road... Have you watched WandaVision? Oh, my God. So that one they've, they're kicking goals with. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I think I'm up to date with WandaVision. Four episodes. Yes. Yeah. Currently up to date with WandaVision. That, one, that one's working. Um, yeah, very so happy. For a long time, I have you know, shouted from the rooftops that Marvel's movies are much better than DC's, but DC's Absolutely. TV shows were better than Marvel's. That's a pretty low bar. Now, WandaVision is just shitting all over them. So. And, you know, we're looking at that. We're looking at Loki coming mm-hmm. out, which I'm pretty excited about. That looks yep. like it's a bit of a, a time shift type. It'll be complicated to pull off, but if they do it well, they're going to mm-hmm. do it well. Um, what else they got? Oh, I'm hanging out. I know it's animated, but still the What If mm, series. Yes. yes, I used to love those comics. Um, that looks pretty 
pretty good and it's animated so you can't really go wrong. What if Wolverine was Lord of the Vampires? Yeah. What if... What What if Wolverine killed Hulk? I'm just remembering the Wolverine ones myself. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, they had so many good titles. Yeah. Um, The only one, like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I I don't know where they're going with that. I don't know. And look, I kind of get that they need to somehow use the Phase 1 characters Mm. to do something. Um, I hear War Machine's coming back in that too as well. So there's another one. Pick all the B grades out of that and then... Yeah, I uh, look if they can make something out of Falcon because he was kind of this really just sidekicky kind of. They kind of need to if they're going to continue on. If they're going to make him Captain America, like sort of was implied, they need, need to, to make him a badass. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, look, I have to assume that this is kind of a bit of a background to give those characters enough depth. That they can launch phase two. Yeah. Um, so here's hoping. You, you mean phase four? Or whatever. Or, it what are we up to? Four or five? I think four is currently going. Oh, Christ. I don't know. Yeah. We, we've done a whole you know, Star Wars. Know. What, yeah, what episode are we doing? Um, Christ. Anyway, uh, back to the hobby. Back to hobby. So. Nobody's listening anymore. It's fine. No, I know. We just do. Hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that was the Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. And apart from that, I have basically tried not to buy most of the Spider-Verse stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, they look really good. And they look fun. It's just another affiliation of just idiots running around, climbing up things. And, and I also, and I think this comes down to a gameplay thing more than a, like, they're cool characters, yes. Um, but... I really enjoy just fast, tricksy bullshit in games. Yep. Um, and I feel like they are the fast, tricksy bullshit of, of Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, so it's it's really tempting just from that. Anyhow, other stuff I have done. I have also done a little bit more work on my High Elves for Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I pulled them out after... And we'll come circle back to this. But after the game, my round one game for the season, it went got to actually get some pain on these people keep ripping on me for them being white um, <laughs> um and then pulled out the couple that i'd sort of started painting and went i have no fucking idea how i did this and then had to try and reinvent a paint scheme that vaguely looked like the one i started doing how long ago uh, i got them for christmas the year before last so 19 yeah. Okay. And I started painting them sometime in 2020. Mm. And and now it's 2021. So it's probably been about a year. Yeah, and I painted like 90% of one model and started another two and then forgot exactly what I'd done because I was it was right after I did the craft worlds seminar and they were talking about, you know, bullshit ways to use color and I went this is a great way to practice bullshit ways to use color. So right after a seminar in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been right at the start. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I've tried to reinvent a paint scheme that looks vaguely like the paint scheme I invented back then. Um, so this is this is my one fear with any of my painting, and I've done it so many times where you just get to a point where you're like, 
okay, there's my crew done. And then six months down the line, you're like, oh, I need to add a couple more. Like the bases will tie all together. It'll be fine. How did I paint those? Nah. I'll get to the end. I'll look at them. If they look close enough, I'll base them the same. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but that gets me another... I think I just did like another four linemen just to try mm-hmm. and practice a yep. scheme. Um, but relatively settled on that. So we'll start doing some work on those. Um, yeah, speaking of other random stuff, I got excited I've been on what would be called paternity leave if I got paid for it um, for the last four weeks Um, but because we've decided to keep up the daycare routine with Charlie and turns out newborn sleep a fair bit Mm -hmm. I've actually had a little bit of time especially during the days just so I've been doing like cleaning out my shed so I actually have a hobby space again Um, sounds productive yeah all that kind of stuff well if I'd finish any of these things um well, you It'd know, you're probably a step up on me because when we had um, Caitlin, uh, I, in that paternity leave time, I finished Assassin's Creed Unity. So you finished something. Yeah, it was, uh. <laughs> wasn't overly productive. <laughs> no, I was at a stage where I couldn't actually get into my shed at all, so mm-hmm. I now can. Um, I need to do a little bit more just actually. I, I cleaned out everything and then went, right, now I'm going to sort out the nerd stuff, and then I got distracted. Um but most of my terrain is at the Summer Smash event that's happening this weekend anyway, yep. so it's relatively cleaned out, and I'll do it. <laughs> when it comes back, I'll reorganise. Um, but it gives me a new um, sort of desk in the garage where I can do things like airbrush and yep. prime and all that kind of stuff. It's got new lights, so I can actually do it at night. Mm. Um, so you've got this whole area cleaned out where... I can do airbrush. <laughs> that is a, a yeah. legitimate thing. Um, yeah, so it's actually hopefully vaguely sort of usable mm-hmm. space now. So I can actually go you know, overnight if I want to go and prime something. I don't have to you know, wait till the morning where I can see that it's yep. got lights, it's got the airbrush all set up, it's got enough power boards for everything. Um, because the only downside I've discovered to having a hobby room inside, which is amazing, is if you do anything a noisy, it mm-hmm. wakes up children. Yep. Um, and if you do anything messy, um, the wife leaves you. So uh, <laughs> I've relegated the noisy and messy stuff to the garage. Um, apart from that, I've the 3D printer's been running a little bit just to get some. I bought because when I bought Marvel Crisis Protocol, obviously it comes with eight thousand tokens. Yeah. Um, and I really dislike Ziploc bags as a storage solution. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fortunately, wonderful people on the internet design all kinds of token storage solutions. So, I've been printing off a bunch of that Excellent. to make that neat. Um, I started going today on more 10 millimeter buildings, mm-hmm. um, which are currently sitting in front of us. Yes. Teeny tiny. You were that excited terrain. you had to bring them out for me. Well, I, want, I wanted to see if they worked. They were sitting on the printer. Um, sure, that's a good excuse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is off the back of a little bit of an excitement on around Warmaster. Um, a couple of mates started playing a couple of games and I got a little bit excited mm-hmm. again and found some files to, to print things and then have currently started stripping all the lizard and I have sitting in the shed again because yep. the simple green didn't quite cut it so they're currently bathing in metho um, and I'm hoping that will work um, and I may have done a little bit of a deal with a mate to print me out a whole bunch of teeny tiny models 
um, in exchange for maybe painting um, the original Lord of the Rings Fellowship <laughs> models. <laughs> so that will happen I at some see, stage. I yeah. See. But I'm looking. Cause the good thing is here, though, and this is this is where I'm. I think it's actually working in my favour. The Lord of the Rings models are a really stupid scale. Like they're they're not regular Games Workshop size. No, they're little, they're small, aren't they? and there's not as much detail. And these are the first ones, so there's less detail again. Um, so I actually think they're going to be relatively quick and painless to to knock out. Says you that spends like twenty hours on. I want to say a base, but you don't spend any time on bases. Um, I'd like to point out all the Michael Crisis Protocol stuff. <laughs> they come sculpted. Um, anywho, um, so that's currently the plan. I'm going to exchange a little bit of painting time for a whole bunch of three um, D printed stuff. And so, with Warmaster, it is basically it's like fantasy epic, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So you're doing lizardmen. How many models would you have in your army? Well, do you reckon? And this is where it gets confusing because you don't have one model on a base. Mm-hmm. A base has ten or twelve models yep. on it, and then a unit is three of those bases. Yep. So you're talking about thirty models in a unit. Mm-hmm. But really, it's 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 three bases of dudes. Yeah. Um, so I think it was about 200-ish okay. for a small army. And going back a couple of months for our little painting competition, you painted up one. Yeah, but that was a big one and I spent too much time on it. Um, so you've got one out of 200 done? Is that what yes, I'm hearing? that is okay, exactly cool. what you're And the rest are sitting in metho. Okay. Um, and you know how I sent you a message earlier today going, hey, I may want to borrow some contrast paints. Shit, there's something else I forgot. Isn't I it? didn't tell you what colours I wanted, no, so you couldn't true, have. But, uh, um, we so might have to go for a wander after this episode. Well, to be fair, I need them to get out of the metho before I can start painting. But this is my cunning plan because they're tiny. So yes, I'm thinking no. these could actually be a really good test. For they have some sort of definition? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you kind of just want high contrast on mass effect. Yep. So I'm thinking this could be, and also because you get teeny tiny models, you're running units of them. So you mm-hmm. only, you kind of paint everyone and then you go back and touch up the front rank <laughs> and it's fine. Um, so, but they're currently getting stripped. There's some others that are currently getting printed and I'm working out when I'm going to fit those into the queue. Um, Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, And then because a lot of my time involves sitting around um, feeding a small child a bottle, I've just been you know, going through Asset WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just, it, it's really hard. It's, you know, that Netflix problem you've got or any of the streaming services where you go, I'm going to watch something. And you open and go, no, 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 no. And then three hours has passed and you mm-hmm. haven't watched anything. Mm. Netflix does that to me. I don't even bother with uh, Disney much because, I mean, Disney for me is pretty much uh, Star Wars is really what I watch. Your dog is quite loud. She's snoring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Netflix, every time I turn on Netflix, it's like, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, look at the new releases. Surely there's something in there. No, no, no. no. Um, and incidentally, like, um, I don't know if you've heard, but the Disney Plus 
is getting an extra feature. It's getting Star. Star? I yeah. saw something about that. So I'm not 100% sure what the price hike is going to be. Oh, there's a price hike with that? There will be, yeah. Motherfucker. Uh, so, but that'll, that'll have more shows that I flick through and try and work out what to watch. Yeah. Although I did see the ad and I, they had Dodgeball on the ad, so I kind of want to go back and see Dodgeball again. <laughs> and my other problem is... It, I would I would sit there through and Netflix is a good one for this and just watch dodgy um, old martial arts mm-hmm. movies. But my glasses aren't currently quite with the right prescription and I can't read subtitles at the moment. Ouch! Okay. Um, so there, a new one's coming. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. um, so I've watched really quality stuff like um, Birds of Prey. Okay, that wasn't particularly as in the movie. As in the movie. No, I just I instantly thought back to the. TV show. No. Um, we did the movie. I thought we'd start there and just mm-hmm. see. Mm. Um, look, that wasn't good. Um, Detective Pikachu. Okay. Yeah, really quality stuff. <laughs> um, and I've now just fallen back to watching the animated series Avatar. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm now just going through <laughs> the adventures of Aang as he masters all of the bending. How many seasons of that are there? God knows. But I just Enough to keep you going for a bit? For a while. Okay. And it's one of those that at three in the morning you can just put on and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those days. Although with me, with Caitlin, it was more I would stick if she was up in the middle of the night and couldn't settle. Uh, we had Foxtel during those days mm-hmm. and I'd stick the music... Um, channel on so not the music video but just plain music yeah and usually if i found cradle of filth playing on one of the metal channels like that would put her to sleep straight away so that was that was more me but love it no i get it i get the whole 3 a.m tv time yeah just need something to to get me through to keep me awake um so yeah there's been a whole lot of that going on um but we might skip round and then we can talk about games yep. after. So that's been my last, it seems like forever. It's been a month. Okay. So like, it seems like it's been longer. It's been a busy month, but it's only been a month. Well, so. go us. Um, or so, a bit over a month. Ish. Um, for me, I've done a little bit of purchasing. Um, now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but... There's there's a show that I'm quite keen on. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's to infinity and beyond. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cool. Um, Live long and prosper. So I played a game with my brother, and I'm pretty sure I talked about this last um, conversation, and really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Thought this is pretty cool. Had a lot of fun. Uh, What was the one you compared it to? Wings Wings of of Glory. Glory. It's the same company. Yep. So, um, yeah, I looked all that up. And then two days after we talked about it, I think it was, uh, the company announced that they're no longer supporting it. And it's going... So as of June this year, there will be no more models to be able to be bought for it. It'll just be old yep. stock. So... You had to buy it all. I panicked a little bit. <laughs> um, you bought toilet paper. Well, I went to I went to a mate of mine's place um, for a catch up and had a couple of drinks and we chatted and then the following morning and this is in Melbourne 
and the following morning I went to House of War. Oh. And House of War is done up at the moment like they're escaping a holocaust or like it's just it's really bizarre yeah i haven't been for ages because all all their stuff is closed off because of virus yeah so basically two-thirds of that store is closed off and it's just it's like a um it's like set up like a market with like trestle tables and stuff oh shit so they had stuff all over the place so we had a lot of fun like walk walking through but i thought i'd um take the opportunity to ask and sure sure enough he had Battlestar stuff in the back so he brought out all this Battlestar stuff so I picked up um, the <laughs> Raider that Starbuck drives um, and I got some extra panels so that we can up up to four play, four ships per person which is good and then for my birthday I got given uh, through board games for the board got mm-hmm. given uh, Apollo's Viper so I got an extra an extra two ships for that, so that's good. It's only one or two more that I want to get. Yeah, but you know the the time pressure is now there. Yeah, it's now <laughs> um, I think, and it, it's never been the easiest one to find either. So, um, while I was at House of War, I picked up a um, interesting new looking paint, which was fluoro pink mm-hmm. by Vallejo. Mm-hmm. In a dropper bottle. Yes. And I think I sent you this picture. I think I saw this picture. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, uh, so, like, so I, explain to me how do dropper bottles work. Okay. So, and here's it, 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 you're not the first person who this has ever happened to. Okay. So, the very the tip, the hole, the mm-hmm. thing where the paint comes out. Now, I can't remember whether they come, I think it's the scale 70s 5 ones that come sealed and you've mm-hmm. actually got to pierce the top. I'm not sure if the, those ones are the same. It might be. And in fact, that's pr- I'm pretty sure that's what happened because the whole top. Yeah, because if out. because even if you get paint clog that tip and mm-hmm. th- that happens again, and you squeeze too hard to squeeze the paint out, the the tip comes out, and then all of the paint comes out. Yes. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, a paper clip is a wonderful thing that is is now a staple of my hobby thing, and I just. Yeah. No, I was thinking that at the time, but I also happen to be trying it out first thing in the morning before work <laughs> while I was dealing with my daughter who was having a panic attack about I don't know some toy wasn't in the right place yep. or something Crack. god knows what mm-hmm. else. so she was talking to me and then this happened and now I have a bright pink wet palette which okay. I have not been game enough to really open since I have opened it once and used a little bit of it um, and it's quite pink. I like it. Yeah. But there's it's a, a good lot of color. it in there. It's a good colour. I may need to buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was that was an adventure. Yeah. Yeah, these are the things we learn. Yeah. So I can't remember whether Vallejo ones come sealed and you actually got a piece sure of them. I'm pretty sure it was sealed. Or because, it, yeah. Because, yeah. no, there have been times where I've just picked up one off the shelf and it's been sitting there for a while and it's got a little bit of paint clogged in the end and you squeeze and you just do have that moment of going... How, how hard can I squeeze? Yeah. Either it will unclog itself or I'm going to wear this. One of those two <laughs> things is happening. And it's just that, it's almost, you know, it's it's Russian roulette where you sort of go, do I keep squeezing or do I? Well, I, was, I think I was lucky because I, it was still early in the morning. I hadn't gotten ready for work. Okay. So I was still in my, the shirt I wore to bed, um, which is a very old shirt, which, you know, is a bit too big. So it was it. 
it's it's nice to sleep in. So that now has shades of pink okay. through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was pretty much it. So if I if I'd gotten dressed for work, yeah. then it would have been a lot this worse. Is, this is the picture that I had in my head. But anyway, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, man. good color though. Yes, yeah, very good color. Uh, I do like it. <laughs> I would like it back in the bottle, but I yeah, do like well, it. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? So had the birthday and. I believe that my brother is getting for me the new Chaos Underworlds team, which is out this weekend. Um, so there's some nice Underworlds teams coming. So mm-hmm. we've got this one this weekend, then it looks like next month we will have the Lizards. Yep. And then after that, it's the Vampires. The Vampires. Oh, my God. Yes. I need those in my life. Speaking of models, I need in my life, slightly tangential, but the new Warhammer Quest. Mm-hmm. I need to own. Um, if only you did a podcast where we had to play games and talk about I them. know, right? Yeah. I, no, but I 100% need that in my life since... Look, they did the initial... It was like the Witch Hunter Captain that they released on the... Yes, yes, I saw that one. Today, have, they've done the Skeletons, the start of the Skeletons. Ooh, okay. So pretty. And like actual detail, like their Skeletons with character, they look like... you know. Humans that were guarding something and have died and have got their old rusty equipment and it's very pretty. So, yeah. So, are we talking... Because I always liked the sepulchral guard for Underworlds. So, is that kind of style or better? It's more Mm Empire-style equipment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm searching as we talk, so... Yes. What's the game? Warhammer Quest. I knew that. It makes great podcasting material. It's important. Scroll, scroll, scroll. It's flick, important. Flick, flick, Password, uh, one, two, three, four. It's amazing. I have the same password on my luggage. Oh, no. I'm not going to find it. Yes, I am. There they are. Enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I saw them and just went, yes, I need those in my life. Yep. Uh, yes, that's all of the yes. They are pretty. Yeah, and this is going to be one of those, you know, box game, just buy it, play it. It's a slight hard-on right now. Yeah. Like, the models for Silver Tower were good, but I just feel like this is a mm. level so of... So, Silver Tower, like, I always really appreciate yeah. the models, but, yeah, so far... This is I just like so much more character. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm I'm all kinds of excited. Uh, between that and the Vampires for Underworlds... Oh, those Vampires, man. So good. So good. Anywho. Anyway, um, other purchases, I just two more to talk about. So, kind of each hobby-ish basis. Um, there's been a Batman statue that I've wanted for a long time. And just one. Just one. Like, I'm pretty good with my Batman statues because I go for the Joker ones. So, I don't have an... I'm like, I've got a couple of Batman, not many. But this one has been advertised and then pulled and then advertised and then pulled and then advertised and finally came in. And it's um, it's a black one of those black and white Batman, so it's mm-hmm. all black and grayscale and stuff like that. And it's Batman done by Todd McFarlane. Ooh. So the cape is just everywhere. Yeah, I was about to say. So it, it's, it's Batman style. with Spawn yeah. cape and it looks just beautiful. Uh, and that came in today, and I couldn't leave it at work, so that came home with me as well. Um, and the other thing I have 
part of my little birthday treat to myself, I have booked in time at Custom Culture. So luckily I have managed to get a quick spot. I mean, what I'm getting done is not overly big Mm -hmm. or overly complicated, uh, but end of March. Very nice. So, yeah, I have to decide exactly where I want to put it. But it's Skaven related. Ooh. So, get get some hobby on my body. <laughs> um, that is good. Yeah. Do you know who you're going in with? Caleb. Yeah, no. I had to go with Caleb. Yeah. After the, the, the work that he did on my Killing Joke tattoo, I... At this stage, I'm not going to anybody else. Yes. So. And it's kind of nice getting, if you're getting something either hobby related or something like that, and you've got an artist that digs it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Caleb's a gamer from way back. So. Yeah, um, yeah like when, when we were doing the Joker tattoo, he, we were talking about Underworlds came up. We talked about he was painting up one of, oh, what was it? It's the, the elf chick that's riding a beetle. The really oh, big yeah, 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 yeah. He was talking about that. Um, so it was kind of cool to talk hobby while getting like thousands of needles pricked into your skin. Um, oh, I haven't done that for so long. I'm so overdue. Anyway. Yeah, um, I know. I know. <laughs> well, I got the last one done for my birthday. Getting this one done for my birthday. It might be yearly. Yeah. I like it. Um, but actual hobby hobbies. So I've always found that the biggest detriment um, or you know time when when things yeah. are fighting for your time um, words work me Priority? fail English that's it yeah me fail English that's impossible um, between hobby and not hobby is usually the Xbox yes screw the family screw the kids screw work no, it's usually the Xbox t- yeah uh, I have done Effectively, no Xbox playing this year. I, uh, um, huh? It doesn't sound like me, does it? No, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you know, I keep working on the gamer score quite often. I think I'm up to like 276,000 gamer score or something. So I'm quite often on the Xbox. And I'm, I've turned it on to watch stuff, <laughs> but I haven't actually played. So that means I've done a bit of hobby. Damn. So, um, last last episode we talked about our uh, achievements for, for last year. Uh, I mentioned that I did 86 models yep. last year. So, I was quite happy with that and I wrote it down but I didn't actually mention it last podcast. I gave myself a, a um, conservative number for this year. Mm-hmm. So, I thought if I do 75 this year, that's going to be a good number. So, you know, might not be able to recreate what last year was, but 75 is still good. It's a year up on the year before, and it's still a good number. I have put paint on model every day this year. Damn. So far, I have finished 26. So, I'm a third of the way towards my yearly target. A lot of that has been Blood Bowl related. So, I did a full team of 13... Um, Imperial Nobility guys, so they are all done. Such pretty models. Color-coded and, yeah, look, you know, the the paint scheme worked. Um, I had trouble with the feathers. The feathers really annoyed me. So, like, I tried to do... There's not one on those models. It's not like a feather here or there. There's a few. I think the Blitzers have five each. 
Um, I tried to do the feathers to be the indication of the positions. Yeah, okay. So my team colours are pink and grey. Mm-hmm. So everyone has a pink feather. Yep. And then the linemen, they all have two feathers. So I did a yellow one. Mm-hmm. And then the throwers all have a different feather. So theirs was blue. And the bodyguards, I did orange. And then the blitzers have all the feathers. So they got all one of each and okay. yeah. a green one. And we got a little peacocky in the end there. A little bit. Look, I don't mind them. It's just the orange ones didn't work for me. <laughs> and I can't quite work out how to get them to work, whether it's something I'm doing with my paints or that I need different shades of paints and stuff. I don't know. But they are done. Uh, so my whole Blood Bowl team is painted and sure. ready and was, was good for, for game one, which was worrying me because I was playing Kieran who had finished his yeah. um, halfling models nearly before he bought them. So um, <laughs> He was so keen. He's yes. paying more tree men at the moment, I think. But. <laughs> um, after that, I did get distracted by uh, a little bit of crisis protocol. So I had done Venom already. Uh, I have since done Wolverine, Sabretooth, Cyclops, and finished off with Ghost Rider. So that's every Marvel Crisis Protocol miniature I own, barring the Storm, which is sitting on my desk ready for you. Uh, and Ghost Rider I was really happy with. Like, I was really worried about him because he's a lot of black. There's a lot of black and there's a lot of fire. Yeah, and so I did, I did a lot of just basic metal work on the bike. And then just black contrast and kind of like a black ink over the, the metal. And so it's all sort of seems together, but there is different. Variation, yeah. Um, and then with the fire, contrast all the way. So yellow and then while that's wet, orange. And then while that's wet, red. And then just merge them all. And it worked really well. And I added that yellow contrast onto the black so where the fire hit, say, the tires, yep. continued on that yellow contrast on the black. And it gives the black a yellow tinge, yeah, which yeah. I think kind of really works. So it's kind of, it's not, I'm not going to call it OSL because it's it's not as... I mean, it's exactly what it is, but... But it's, it's, it's simplified <laughs> for me. If it works. And it's just, it, it is. It's about just tinting the colours around it mm-hmm. a little bit. Because the other thing is, is it depends whether he's in the middle of the day where yep. you're not going to get a lot of glow. So it's actually right. Yeah. Um, if it was, you know, pitch black and all you could see was the glow, it would be more glow, but mm-hmm. worked perfectly. Yeah. So it get, and that's probably something that people don't get with OSL is it doesn't have to be in your face glowy all the time everywhere. So yep. that's no, nice. No, so yeah, it was, it was one of those things. I got a little bit of yellow on the, tire or whatever it was and I thought wait I can make this work and so I just added like 30,000 times more um 30,000 times more than that little tiny bit so not an awful lot but it's there um I also did the same thing as you as far as trying to go back and recreate a color scheme I added on the two Skaven extra models Mm -hmm. for my Mordheim team so I painted them up in mostly same sort of way as I did the others. So um, it helped that, you know, those Skaven guys from Mordheim, I did up in four days, the whole crew using mainly contrast. So I was like, okay. All I had to remember was which 
contrast purple did I use yeah. here sort of thing. It so. wasn't that long ago. No, so it wasn't. Yeah. So, you know, we're not talking a year. Um, but I got them done and the other one I finished off, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Um, one of the little scenery pieces for Underworld, so the one with the big skull. Oh, yeah. So I've been playing around with a bit of trying to do different sort of washes and a bit of dry brushing and stuff on that, and that came up okay. It's only scenery. <laughs> it's kind of why I really enjoy painting scenery, mm. is that you can be that little bit rough where you can fry random shit, and yeah. it just it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah, no, going well. So 26 models so far, a bit of paint on every day. Um I've still got to work out, because I can do this. I started this last year, and I got to about the end of February before I had to have a day off. And even if it's just like an undercoat on a model, it's, I'm counting that. Yeah. Oh. Um, I have a family holiday long weekend in March coming up. So the parents are taking all the kids and their families away for the weekend, which is a long weekend, so it's th- three, four days. Um, I gotta work out whether I take paints or not. So <laughs> whether to keep that going. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, and it's kind of it, it's trying to find the you know do you or don't you or yep. but also like if you, if you don't perfectly legitimate choice right there. Yep. But how do you not use that as the excuse and or let that keep going so you get back you get back yes. on the horse yeah that's it i mean same thing sort of happened last year we around that sort of time we went and did a family camping holiday same thing the whole family uh, and that's where i stopped last year and it took me a while to get back on that horse so you're right maybe that's something i need to think about um apart from that i may have talked myself into something this what afternoon what did you do um it's still an idea it's still in the back of my head all right we'll um, off with the rest of the podcast right. to convince you it's a great idea uh i've successfully gotten two of my people to like both my bosses at work into painting now <laughs> this uh, is a win so it's now a work activity uh, so the assistant manager is like die hard into nurgle which just really that warms the cockles uh, right there yes like and incredible painter, like just phenomenal for for the first couple of models that she's painted. Just yeah, blows my mind. Um, but the the boss has recently bought. I think he's bought like two or three boxes of um, you know starter boxes for forty k with Necrons mm-hmm. and Marines, and he's he's getting very excited about Necrons. Uh-oh. So um, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so. Anyway, having a chat today and assistant manager is kind of keen on a Glotkin. Oh, God. Yep. And I might have mentioned that it might be interesting for me to get one as well and see compare the painting. <laughs> so, just a small model. Yeah, just just a, just a little, <laughs> little, little Glotkin. <laughs> so, but... I don't know. Like, I'd never have any army or anything, any game that I'd use it in. I mean, that's not necessarily a reason not to paint something. Well, exactly. So, kind of, I'm still tempted. It's still kicking around in the back of my head. And um, Specifically Glockin? Like, yeah. Like, that's the one that... I think so. All right. 
I don't know. Like, right. I might have to look more into it. I think the Glotkin you can build up in a couple of ways. So, I don't know. So, the Glotkin's the, the big one. I think it's pretty much as it is, right? It's okay. the big one. There's the Maggot Lords. There's three different ones. Mm-hmm. It's basically okay. the same kit. There's yep. slightly, slightly, still big stompy, like yep. dudes on big stompy monsters. And then the Great Unclean one. Is, there's a couple of options in that kit as well. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think with a great unclean one, you've got the, the Rotigus yeah, yeah, option. The, yep. um, I do have a Forge World great unclean one, which has been sitting in my cabinet undercoated for a couple of years now. So I did, you know, as an idea, I, I have put a wash on that recently. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll test myself out on the great unclean one and then if we're happy then we might try a glock and this, I don't know this yeah, is exciting know. I'm I love still, it already like, it's still going around in my head and it excites me and terrifies me at the same time this is the best kind of hobby <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you leave me for a month this is, <laughs> I just love the fact that you can't escape this at work now like the temptation is here and I will nudge you to do steward shit but oh. now you're going to go to work and it's going to be exactly the same thing I finished up work today we're like mm, should we go to Warhammer yeah let's go to Warhammer <laughs> <laughs> this is the most dangerous yes. thing in the world I love it this is the way um, but that's about it for me. Shit. All right. We're going to talk about this some more. All right. Shall we take a quick break? Let's shall. Do that. And then we'll come back and talk about something else. Quite. listening or not after that rant. We've had a bit to talk about after a month off. All right. So what did, what did we say? 49 minutes or something? Yeah, thereabouts. So anything extra is really a bonus. For so, you. Yeah, I don't know about that. 
kind of a bonus for us. We just kept on talking. And all right. Um, one thing I forgot about, you, you're going to have to find some decent music to stick in the middle. I am. I have found, Ooh. like this is yeah, going totally away from the hobby, but um, we use Spotify at work, right? Yes. And I have been making it my aim to traumatize people at work by playing Baby Shark at various <laughs> times during the day. Um you usually don't get away with it. Like, they notice. And it's quite funny watching the ASM run from one store, it was end of the store to the other to turn it off the moment she hears the start of it. Um, but I have gotten away with some, like, I made a metal covers playlist. Yeah. And it's just, I, I get away with the metal cover of Baby Shark, but it's got stuff like um, the Ghostbusters theme and Gangnam Style, No Scrubs. Um, anything like that, all oh, done no. by the same guy. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Um, so you're gonna have to find something. Alright. So also, there's a guy who does a whole bunch of like the the Disney um, movie songs, like the villain ones. Okay. Um, and again, metal versions of all of those. So he does um, like Cruella de Vil from the 101 mm-hmm. Dalmatians. He does. Um, I really like his version of um, Shiny, the the crab song from Moana. Oh, he does a metal version song. of that. Um, so yeah, a whole bunch of those. It's cool. Excellent. Um, yeah, we'll find something trashy to throw in the middle. Excellent. Because uh, that's what I live for. This is the best part of that po- of this podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the only bit I listen to. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so we haven't necessarily played a game together, but we have played games. Games have occurred. So uh, we have officially kicked off a season four of the Fisty Cuffs Cup Blood Bowl. Uh, we have six, six and a half, yeah. six, let's say six Close players. Six. Um, so it'll be a nice, nice short season this this time. So five games each, I think and then some finals, yeah, yeah. And then I think, I think we'll just do the playoff for for first. Um, but we have kicked that off, so we ha- are in the middle of round two of that. Um, I have technically played two games, but. It, I think I'm, I'm going to be reshuffling the, the roster a little bit. Um, we had a new player join, um, had her first game. Played you, had to leave. Played me, mm. hated mm. You know, my teaching style, obviously. Um, so she she's pulled out due to um, due to pregnancy issues. And yeah, like the four-hour game that we played where we taught, I taught as much as I could was definitely a strain. Yeah, um, no, I feel that one after yeah. after watching, you know, pregnancy happen. Just go adding any extra stress, brain yes. thinking stuff, hard work. So yeah. now it's good. Um, seems like she's still pretty keen. She's still in the chat. She's still getting involved. So yeah, it'll just be, which is great. Um, and hopefully, it wasn't my teaching style that much. Probably uh, was your teaching. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that brings us back to to six players, which means I have to reshuffle the roster. But that means no more buys for people, which is good, mm-hmm. uh, and it means that I'll reshuffle it so that your game two is against me. Okay, that um, works. Which will make it nice and easy. So yes. we'll have to get that in in the next uh, week or so. Because my game two was a buy, which yes. I had played. Yes, I was ready for game three. You've ruined that for me. Sorry. I was ahead. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so got a couple of games to talk about. So I'll kick off with Blood Bowl. So for my game one, I played Kieran. So Imperial Nobility, as I've talked about, uh, versus Halflings. Mm-hmm. Now, Kieran is a newer player, very involved. 
like very excited about Blood Bowl. Super keen. It's the best. Oh, um, so much for, uh, I think I've already mentioned it, but yeah, his Blood Bowl team was completely painted well before the season started. Um, and had been he had been playing some practice games. We introduced him when we had the um, Hobby Homies guys round for games. Uh, I think that was his first. Or I'm pretty sure that was his first. first. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, but he's had a couple since then and has been doing surprisingly well with the halflings. So it was about time to bring him back down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we played. We... Um, a couple of things from the game. The Treemen, uh, I'm over them. They, one of them took root once during the <laughs> game and the rest of the time they just smashed into things. Look, they uh, have movement nothing anyway. They don't go far anyway. Tag root does nothing. But eventually, yeah, eventually they're going to hit something. Yes. And they did. Um, in response, though, I hit a lot of halflings. That's kind of what the job is. Yes. Yeah, so end result was six of those halflings with um, either miss next game. Some or kind of injuries, injuries, yeah. Uh, there was, yeah, the neg- negative strength halfling, which I don't think matters, and <laughs> with a niggling injury, which would be interesting. One thing I have noticed from playing these new games with the new rules is that there definitely seems to be more permanent injury. Yes. Less death, more permanent injury. I so yes. it's going to be really interesting. Um, um, yeah, and it's it's always, you know, previously it was always that someone gets an injury and you're like, right, well, I just fire them and yes. get a But because injury is going to be such a bigger part of the game, mm-hmm. you almost have to learn to manage it, which yep. I kind of like. Yes, I'm, I'm very keen on this. Um, uh, my ogre and my blitzer, one of my blitzers got injured, but in that game, but it was just badly hurt, so Mm -hmm. no ongoing for them. Uh, We started off with Halflings getting the ball, and there was really early on, there was like a a thrown Halfling, Mm -hmm. which ended up... So the Halfling moved up to the Treeman, Treeman threw him, he ended up in the middle of the field with the ball, and he's like, oh, okay, well, that halfling's still got a couple of moves. I'm like, oh, that's, no. that's not how she works. So, yeah, a couple of, couple of things, which was good, you know, which is exactly why I put new players against you and me for mm-hmm. the first couple of games to, to make sure uh, they get fully across it, make sure that, you know, any mistakes we can be quite yeah. forgiving about. Um, but, yes, yeah, so there was a halfling in the middle of my field with the ball. So he got blitzed pretty quickly. Um, and, yeah, I did get the ball, travel up in the field, stalled a little bit and scored in turn eight. So left me one nil up at the half. Uh, and in the second half, he decided to pull with rain. <laughs> so it made throwing the ball difficult. Yep. And being the new passing rules and everything. Throwing was something I was trying to do, so didn't go down too well. Um, I got the ball. I went upfield. I threw the ball. It didn't go where I wanted it to go, so I lost the ball. Halflings got the ball. They lost the ball. I got the ball. I lost the ball. Okay, so you played tennis for a while. Pretty much. Yeah, okay. Um, so... 
in the second final term, a turn for him, he threw a halfling, got it close, but not close enough. So he was, in the end, he was uh, three squares away from the end zone for the... So uh, close. For, yeah. And seeing as you can only sprint twice. Sprint, go for it. What's it called now? It's now called rushing. Rushing. Go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he could only do that twice and he was three squares away. So one nil win. Yeah. Um, so close. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, still very good for, for halflings because... It's one of those things like new players, uh, they gravitate. It's mm-hmm. It's... It, it's like this unholy gateway that you've got to pass through to play bubble. And yes. on one side, you've got halflings. And on the other side, you've got goblins. Mm-hmm. And you've got to make it through them. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of players just, they get sucked into the void. Yes. Um, which, as I said, they, they're great fun. But it's just, it's that little bit more challenging, especially when you're picking up a new game and you're playing people that have played. Yes. Um, yeah, the degree of difficulty. But if you get into kicks... Go for. I mean, we're getting into season four. That'll be over soon. So we're getting into season five towards the yep. middle of the year. So, you know, goblins, halflings, snotlings, and more of the teams that you want to actually be playing. I'm, I'm eyeing off the snotlings for next team. Yeah. Next season. I just had to get the elves out of the way. I was I was vaguely considering starting painting my snotlings up tonight. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's where it did. I've got, I've got both a snotling and a goblin team sitting there waiting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Maybe a half-length thing. Anyway. Um. <laughs> but, yeah. And well, that was game one for me. We had, okay. um, what was it? It was uh, Dylan and Jack played each other. Over two days. Over two days. <laughs> They're playing <laughs> test, test, <laughs> blood bowl. So, yeah, it's, it's the best way to play, isn't it? It's play one half one day and then forget everything that happened and then go back the next day. Lose the results sheet and then... <laughs> Oh, it's classic. I love it. Um, But yeah, they had a bit of a slugfest. I'm trying to remember who won that. I've got the results. The problem with the only problem at the moment with the new rules is that the website that we use is not fully updated yet. So I can't actually check just on a straight table. Um, So I'm manually entering everything at the moment, which means that. Which is the worst kind of entering. I need the, the motivation to do it. I need all the information and then I need motivation. And it happens slowly. Um, but, I mean, the guy that we get this website through is in um, Europe and, you know, he's doing a great job. So already pretty much all we're waiting on is the ability to enter results for games and we'll be able to kick on with little to no input from me, which will be great. That's um, the best kind. Yes. But we've got, uh, so we've got Kieran playing Halflings, we've got myself, Imperial Nobility, uh, Jack's playing Skaven, and Dylan is playing uh, Black Orcs. So that's two of the... Oh, no. Oh, no, that was the, the Christen. I was trying to find the results of, yep. of games. I'm scrolling through a chat, but no, that was... Because Dill played his second game as well. He's yes. round two with Chris. Hold on. I've, I've probably got them. And if we just want to hold for a moment while well, we you both do that? scroll through I, our games. I, no, let's not do that. Um, um, Dylan won 2-1. Oh, cheeky bastard. Yep. So. Yeah. Oh, this um, is when, because um, Jack took no rerolls too, didn't he? Yes. So Jack's playing Skaven Hardcore. Yeah. Um, 
So no re-rolls on a team. That's just, I mean, he's done it before. I know. And it's a challenge and a half. Stop it. Um, Anywho. Snotling's no re-rolls. Don't even start with me. (laughs) Like, I'm keen to do stupid shit, but there's stupid shit and then there's that. Um, (laughs) So my game one, um, I played Chris. So it was literally a, a rematch of the final four last season um with new teams so chris is running undead Mm -hmm. um i'm running the handling undead yes that one the actual undead not the necromantic (laughs) and not the not tomb kings Mm -hmm. kemri um well kemri is still a what do they call them teams of legend team of legend technically so the high elves i think Um, yeah well that's true so that was fine um so yeah i'm running the high elves this season um which chris made which were great Mm -hmm. he converted up for me couple of years ago now um and it was yeah as I said a rematch of the final for season three which was kind of cool just to, to get straight back into it and try and yep. remember rules and work out what's changed and all that kind of fun um because it did it felt like a while since i played it so it was it was good to get back into it um probably i'm just trying to think of highlights while we go i i won the toss elected to receive and it was a pretty quick score, but I think this is the, I haven't played a, a edge, like an elf style mm-hmm. team for a while. Yep. And it's just learning. They play when, so differently. When to push. Yeah. Um, and I probably got a little bit too aggressive, a little bit too out there and just tried to run for really quick plays that I should have probably just held back for a couple of turns, consolidated and then, you know, run. So, um, well, if playing Chris has taught me anything, like you only need two elves to score. Well, this is it. I mean, every time I've played Chris like that, though, he's had two elves that have had like 18 levels in every skill, all of the skills. Um, whereas and that's because he only needs two to score and he keeps on doing it. He just does it with the same again. ones. Um, so we ended up in, yeah, in a pretty, pretty quick score fest. Um, the, there were probably some kicker moments there. There were some prime opportunities for me to either level or, or take the win. Mm-hmm. Um, that new deflection rule. Yep. Don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't like that at all. Well, why uh, are you throwing uh, over over undead then? Well, because the high elf throw has got cloud burster, which makes you re-roll the deflection roll anyway. Yeah. Um, and I desperately needed to level the score. Yeah, um, fair and I'm like, they're, they're undead. They're not. They intercepting they're not doing anything yeah but no apparently yeah zombies just knock the ball out and i think it ended up with a uh, they mummies they flesh golems i can't remember um flesh golems yes. uh either way one no, of them i think they're mummies one of them with the ball yeah and it was, okay and i'm just like all right well this is this is a problem he, he zombie knocked it yep mummy catches it i swear some <laughs> mummy catch it you roll sixes. No, that's, yeah. that's exactly okay. what happens yep. in this. Yeah. Anyway. It's uh, so in the end, as I said, pretty, I think I lost three, two mm-hmm. in the end. Um, I, I thought I was doing all right. I started the second half of the game with a full team. Yep. Playing okay. elves. I'm like, yep. all right, this is, this is Not looking as okay. As you yeah. Um, then Chris's dice toe showed up to the party. Um, only one died, so that's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the new rules, where dying is less common. 
yeah, yeah. actually died. Um, what's fun though is the team I called Perfection Incorporated, um, and all of the players' names. Um, so I've got you know Barry from HR and you know Jane from accounting and stuff, um, and I've decided that every time and that's the dog story in the background again, um, but. Every time I get a journeyman, they yep. can just be consultants. Okay. So, I feel like sense. this is, yeah, this is the perfect thing. So... I'd like you. Yeah. This is, yeah, not the good kind of consultant. Um, <laughs> I want to be one of those consultants that gets paid too much to do yeah. not enough. I'm going to kick the dog in a second because... Yep. No, there she goes. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, so that, yeah, 3-2 loss on my first game. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, just getting used to the owls. Getting yep. used to the playstyle after coming off Chaos Dwarves, yep. where there was just yes. no slightly different, no worry about consequence. Yes, like <laughs> hit me, I don't care. I have armor ten. Mm. Um, How are the elves gone? Is it eight or nine? Oh, the high elves are the better ones, so yep. it's not too bad except okay. for the catches. Um, but even then, it's just. It's amazing how much more just that one or two points of armor. Yeah. Yeah. So, good fun though. Um, And just good chance to try bullshit elf things for a a season. Um, I did get to try out the multiple re-rolls in a turn. Yes. Okay. Um, Turns out when you re-roll a one and roll another one, it makes not a lick of difference. But... um, so one thing I haven't checked actually, and I, pr- I really need to. Yes. If you, because it was always you know you can't re-roll a re-roll, re-roll a re-roll. So if you fail a dodge, re-roll with dodge, mm-hmm. and fail again, you can't use a team re-roll. But can you now? I'm no, I'm pretty sure you still okay. can't so you roll choose. a dice a second time, mm-hmm. like. Or re-roll a dice a second time. Gotcha, but you can just um, use multiple you re-rolls can, yeah, during so the turn. It literally yeah, now just becomes an asset to manage. Yep. Um, so after the first turn, you can, yeah, go go, go stupid. Yep. Um, and playing a team with two re-rolls and using both of those re-rolls in one play yep. is a little bit dicey, but it was it was that or nothing. So it turned out to be both that and nothing. Um <laughs> But yeah, good fun. As I said, I'm just keen. I, I've got a couple of players sitting on enough levels that they could get random skills, mm-hmm. but they're all positionals. If they were linemen, I'd be okay with it. But they're all my catches. I had to like, do it. Oh. Like, that was the other thing from the, from the first game. I was like, I've got to try. I've got to try. I had a I had a couple of guys who got enough. Because um, what I get, I got one touchdown and I got a, an MVP. So there's there's two guys that can level up with a random yep. skill. Um, the thrower that got the touchdown, I'm like, oh, I was looking at it going, what are the odds? Um, and, the, and in fact, the odds are like one in twelve. Yes, that you're going to get the, the skill, skill you, you want. want. I got that skill. Oh, you jack! See, so I I literally I have, looked at it. Yeah. I I started looking at it going. All right, so it's a D6, and then it's a 50, and then it's a... Um, no, there's enough skills there I don't want yep. that I can't do it That's with an important yeah, and player. Then, and looking at the uh, the list, and I was doing this as well, explaining this with Lauren um, in our game, it's it's a matter of looking down the list and working out, are these going to be beneficial? And like, so, for example, she had a goblin that could have leveled up. And some of the skills were really good. Mm-hmm. And some of them you just, just wouldn't use. No. So it becomes that sort of 
question and I, I, I had to go for it, I had to try. So I did roll on the, on the thrower and I'm trying to remember, but I've got a, I've got a vague memory that I rolled something that he already had. So I re-rolled mm-hmm. it, but I got a leader. So it's an extra yeah, re-roll. It's, it's, yeah. it's perfect. I do have someone else that can get one now. Um, and I did, because originally the game against Lauren was going to be a, a league game. So mm-hmm. I had rolled on a lineman as yeah. a random one and got tackle, yeah. for example. Which is, yeah. That is dandy. Yeah, it's, it's not too bad. Um, but I am keen. And I noticed that Dylan has been doing a lot of random stuff, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, one of them that he sent through to me, I'm like, that sounds like half a skill name. <laughs> I had to look it up and I don't know, it's actually a new skill. So it's like defensive. I'm like, defensive what? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> defensive tackle or defensive, yeah. But no, there's a defensive skill now. I wonder what that does. Anyway. I can't remember. No, I did look it up, but I can't remember. Probably nothing. Um, yeah, no, I, I had a really hard look at it, mm. just going, oh, I want to, I really want to, but they're all the catches and they're, they're and I just, I, mm. I really want good skills. <laughs> I do really enjoy the fact that you could randomize skills and it, changes the way that you use pieces and it actually kind of defines you know the the role that that piece has but the first catches maybe the second lot of catches i can hire four and i've only got two i think so you know um it's it's really bringing me back to last season because last season what we did instead of starting with a million gold to buy a team we Mm -hmm. started with 1300 and we allowed people to buy skills up to was it five skills? Yeah, it was something like that. And then you couldn't, you could get no more than two of the same skill. Yes. Something along those lines. But yep. what it did, what it happened was, I created a couple of positions in my team with different things that I hadn't tried. For example, I think I put wrestle strip ball mm-hmm. on one of my skaven. Um, you know, different ways that I could play them. And I didn't do it. Like, I didn't play them properly in that season. But having the random skills means that, you know, you might end up with a, a player like that. And hopefully you get opportunities where you can try and play out something different and see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm super. Um, uh, as I said, I'm so excited about the idea. Yeah. It's just pulling the trigger is really hard. Yes. It's very expensive like, elves. I did it. I did it once for the first game. I did do it after the second game, but the, the those results are null and void now anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, I still don't have kick. <laughs> I think first lineman that gets a level up, he's got to get kick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So three two. Three two. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris got up on that one. He uh, got his revenge for the final for last season. Yep. Um, and after his game with Dylan... Well, I was about to say that I had no idea after your game that Undead could score three times, let alone in a game that, that there were five touchdowns. But how an Undead team scores three times in the one game was a bit beyond me. And then he played Dylan, and that was a 4-0 win. Yeah. We've played two games that Undead have seven touchdowns. Like, what? And, yeah. And it was fun watching Chris realise that during our game that they actually had the ability to score. 
um, between the whites are move six, mm-hmm. the ghouls are move seven. Yes, I think so. From um, so you actually have got a little bit of, it's just you've got zombies and skeletons yep. and, and shit that doesn't really get around. Um, so there was That's this moment. you're scoring with anyway. No, and there was this moment there where he was like, Oh fuck! I can I can get to the end zone mm. a lot, yes. and he turn it up. And then I remember having the conversation with Dylan going into that game, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to beat up these mummies." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. Just stop, stop! The mummies hit you, but that's all they do. Do you want to win the game? Because if you want to win the game, yep. kill the things that can score." He clearly didn't do that because, yep. yeah, Chris proceeded to run the ball over the line four times. Four nil. Like that's just uh, like I always knew. You know, coming into this season, Chris is overdue. Yeah, you know, like he's second in season one. What was he? Third or fourth in season two? Yeah. Second in season three. Yeah, like he's overdue. He's he's going to be the one to beat. Um, but seven touchdowns, like yeah. in two games, it's. And he's come off the back of playing Owls and Edge teams as well. And he's just worked out that the Undead can still do some of that with a bit of bash. Yes. Um, yeah. He's, he's going to be a hard one to stop. So I'm going to be super curious to see. I, I would be surprised if he's not in the final. Oh, yeah. yeah money on him. Um, yeah, no, I'm just looking at the results from, from Dylan and um, Chris's game. And yeah, 5-0. Let's go for that. Uh, injuries. So this is you know <gasps> Dylan Copson. Yeah, so one badly hurt. Uh, this is caused by Chris. One badly hurt. Three serious injuries. Three dead. No, two dead. Sorry. One of those at least is a black orc. I haven't even looked. Like I've got the numbers here, but I haven't yeah, corresponded. I'm reasonably sure one number of those. six. Yeah, that would be a black orc because he took a six, he took six black orcs. Yeah. It? Um, Dylan, one serious injury caused by a goblin fouling, and there's a little R here, which I'm pretty sure means that it was regenerated. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I'm so yeah, yeah. Chris is the man to beat. Chris, <sighs> yeah, it's gonna be tough. Yep, that's right. I don't have to play him again. Uh, that's <laughs> someone else's problem. Well, yeah, unless you get to the final. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> um, we'll see how that plays out. I'm, I don't know. I'll, I'll be curious to see how the elves go. Yep. I am not confident in a couple of the games, but we will see. Mm. Um, yeah, well, it should be. It should be a lot of fun this season. Absolutely. Right? So, um, so yeah, you know, I played Lauren. Like I said, you know, we took we took the time, so it was four hours, which is not how long a blood ball game should go. Um, but it was very much me trying to say everything that she could possibly do in a turn and then the following turn doing exactly the same and trying to trying to help and give give ideas saying you know you can do it this way or you can do it this way um had a couple of injuries so one of her goblins injured one of my linemen which resulted in a niggling injury um, which now is null and void because we're not counting this game anyway. Uh, and my thrower injured a black orc, which was just missed next game. The final score was one nil my way, which I hated. Like, I really hate. Um, like if I'm teaching somebody new, especially somebody who's not playing a team like Halflings, mm-hmm. 
I'd much rather they win, uh, or at least tie. Uh, what happened, we, we had a couple of moments during the game. So in about turn four or five, so I kicked to her. In about turn four or five, she had a goblin who was seven away from the end zone. And then move six. And either way, it was yeah. one more. And so the goblin was there. My guys were around. I possibly could have gotten to him. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. But it was a go for it to get to the touchdown. I said, you know, you can wait. You're pretty safe. If you move a couple of guys around here, you can protect yourself a bit more. Um, otherwise, you have the option of going for it. And, you know, it's a one in six chance that you fall flat on your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but a five in six chance. It was, yeah, but I also mentioned, I also mentioned that that one in six chance turns into a five in six chance that you're going to fail But if you're going for a touchdown. A dud, you know, <clears throat> Yeah, it's still it's, a one it, six on a on a dice, but for whatever reason, yeah. you roll that one more often when you're going for a touchdown. If that happens to be to win the game, uh, mm. yeah, well, yeah, you're, you're never not rolling a one. Um, so I gave her the option. She's like, "No, no, let's go for it." I'm like, "Okay, so you can roll, you know, one of your dice." So she had her um, dice that she got with the set. I'd given her a couple of fifty cuff dice, and I also had my sprint dice, which has the little falling over guy on the that one. That is guaranteed fall over. And I'm like, you can use one of your dice, you can use this one. It's just anything but a one and you score. And it was a one. She rolled the sprint dice. She rolled the sprint dice. Yeah. She rolled the one. No re-rolls left at that stage. Ball went out of bounds and flew up like halfway up the pitch. And that was the end of that half. <laughs> the lesson here is never roll the sprint dice. Uh, yeah. Um, then she kicked to me and I just made my way up with the thrower. I tried to score as quickly as possible. So I scored, I think my turn four. Um, and then she started making her way down and she had, and we got to turn, it was the end of her turn seven and she had a goblin within scoring range. And I'm like, okay, well here, what we need to do is we need to protect this goblin at all costs and I've got my ogre a couple of squares away and so we worked out that we can stick a couple of guys in there basically tie up the ogre so the ogre was not going to get to this goblin unless he dodged and that's never going to happen um I mean I would have tried for it because that's the thing you do yeah absolutely um but then of course we did all that and everybody else was sort of tied up as well but then as soon as we'd done everything, I noticed a blitzer of mine that could dodge away and get on there mm-hmm. on the blitz. And I was like, shit, why didn't I say that earlier? Because I would have tried to help stop mm-hmm. it. And then I just figured, okay, well, if it was anybody else, that's exactly what they do. So that's what I'll try and do. And yeah, the blitz, the dodge worked, the blitz worked, the goblin went down, uh, stunned. I think. Yeah, but either and way. No one else close enough. So, yeah, it was, it was one of those games. Like, it was a good game. It was a close game. Um, there were opportunities for both of us. Um, but being a first game, I would have loved the result to go the other way. But at the same time, I don't want to hand... No. It, it's a really yeah. tough line. To, you've got to give them the chance yes. and not just give it to... Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm trying to explain how to 
stop things, how to to make the best use of your players. I mean, you know, you've got a whole heap of goblins playing a black orc team, so you use those goblins to tie up. You're sure they're going to get knocked down, especially with the orcs too. You use them to tie up the people you don't want doing anything, and sure yeah. they get knocked down time and time again, but. You know, your black orc strength they, four is tying up two to three of my guys. Absolutely, and they get knocked down, but they get back up again. Absolutely, never going to keep them down. Yeah, um, <laughs> good lord. <sighs> yeah, no. Anyway, don't do that. Don't um, do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> We've moved on past the conversation about music in the middle of the episode, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't Jumbo, write it down. Wombo. Why do you have notes? <laughs> you never have notes. I know, because it's been that long since I've done anything. I do not to... write tub thumping down. Um, <laughs> yes. So, anyway, so we're looking, we're halfway through. Um, I said, don't. <laughs> don't write it. Um, halfway through game two, mm-hmm. you and I will get our game in shortly. Yep. I believe it is uh, Jack and Kieran, I think. Think yes. playing tomorrow from some I of the conversation that was going heard, on today. Heard conversation along that line. Yeah. So. Um. And yeah. So that'll be the round two up, mm-hmm. and then. And then uh, we'll kick on with with uh, the match three. Uh, I'll put you against Kieran. I was going to say. I so. Yeah. Um. So you can run him through that and stomp some halflings. Uh, with whatever's left of your team after I finish. Won't matter, journeyman. It's fine. That's <laughs> all I need for halflings. Um. Yep. Oh, shit. Right, well. So the only other thing I have played mm-hmm. in in very loose sense of the word yeah, true. is <laughs> well, it, it, there was a previous conversation on a previous cast about how bad I am at learning the rules of games. Mm-hmm. I think and, we've mentioned it a couple of yeah. times. Yeah. Um, and and I'm is, not the greatest either. And it's so. probably not the best thing to, to mention on a game or on a podcast where we try to learn the rules of games. <laughs> we are the two worst <laughs> and, people for this. Oh, fuck me. It's not. Anyway. Um, so as it, having crisis protocol sitting there, having some stuff painted, knowing that that is on the, the two playlist, I went, fuck, I better get my shit mm-hmm. together on this one. Um, and I've watched a couple of videos and I kind of, you know, did all that kind of stuff. And then I went, right, I'm just going to play through sort of the intro. They, the, the, core set comes with a learn to play booklet it doesn't actually come with the full rules you download those from the website for free um it's strange but it, yeah it's not actually is that because they're set. constantly updating them or what's the reasoning Maybe? behind that or uh, they just want to save money that fill the box with bits of plastic or? yeah well i mean the box is it has a, a significant amount of plastic in it and they've kind of gone through and gone it, to learn to play it and it's actually reasonably good it goes through most of the core rules and mm-hmm. there's a bit in there that goes look We've left some stuff out. Go go download the actual rules. Yeah. Um, and the things that they've left out is like the setup of a game. So they take you through okay. they take you through a a preset game mm-hmm. to give you all with the mechanics. Scenery. With the, or, yeah, preset yep. scenery, preset objectives, preset mm-hmm. players, all that yep. or models and all that kind of stuff. Um so they do all that for you to give you the mechanics so you dive straight into actually yep. rolling dice. Uh, and then they go, go download the rules to work that out. Yep. So that that was probably, that's the other bit I've had to go back and then try and work out what's different. Um, but yeah, so I, the other night, literally went, right, I'm going to have to work this out and, and make sure that what's in my head actually translate to what's on the game, what happens on, on the table. So I set up that preset game and played both sides. Yep. Um, 
Which is really fucking weird. <laughs> I've done it before and it's never easy because you're trying to go, okay, well, I want to do this. But then my opponent, who is also me, is going to know exactly what I'm trying to do. Yeah. It, it, so, and, and trying to be unbiased in both those cases and yes. do the best. It's, it's, anyway, um, look, it was good just to roll some dice, work out how the, the basic mechanics work. Mm-hmm. There's some... Um, I wouldn't say there's some different ways that they've managed things like cover and line okay. of sight and stuff is different to any other game I've played and it takes some getting used to Okay. Um, in that you Creative only... Creative thinking? Well, not even that. It's just you only ever look at everything in a 2D plane. Okay. So the bit where it got me is I two models on top of a building mm-hmm. so everyone can climb everything yep um and you only ever meant to measure horizontally mm-hmm. um so so if you're jumping on top of a building you can still like so the only difference goes is if you don't have flight or wall crawler mm-hmm. you change your movement from whatever your movement is to the shortest one you only ever measure shortest horizontally. Uh, shortest, they, they instead of having, template? yeah. So okay. it's shortest movement template. They don't have like a. Sorry, I've they, looked at in, nothing. No, <laughs> they don't have uh, like you don't move three inches or five inches or whatever. They just have uh, a short, a medium, a long okay. template. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might be movement medium if you're when you measure, you're going across a building. Mm-hmm. You go back to the short one. Yep. If you have flight or wall crawler, you can still use your regular one, but you just move horizontally and bang mm-hmm. them on top of the building. So that took a little bit okay. of... Look, it, it's really streamlined. It's really, really easy, but it was just a... huh. <laughs> Where they get super awkward is measuring um, attacks. Because if I'm standing on top of a building and there's someone on it, the ground floor, mm-hmm. five stories between us, we're only measuring horizontally, so I'm in range to punch you. Because, punch? Yeah. <laughs> it's a five-story punch um, okay. because you only measure on the horizontal plane. You don't take any of the verticality. I'm not judging. No, I'm just it, confused it, where it got me, mentally. Where, where I got confused is I had two models on top of a building mm-hmm. and one was attacking the other with a, a like a ranged attack. Mm-hmm. So I was flicking, trying to work out the cover rules. Yep. So there's nothing between them. They're both yep. on the top roof of a building. But if I put a template down between them... That template goes visually through terrain because the building is a terrain piece. Okay. So even though those models are staring at each other with nothing in between them because they're both on a terrain piece, the model gets cover. It's as I said, it I'm, it works. Yeah. Okay. As a mechanic, it works, but it's just, it's really hard to get your head around because it's different to everything that I've ever yes. played. Um, so there was a couple of those pieces that mm. it was good to play out just to see how it worked and okay. what it worked. And are you are you across it now? Enough that it can play it through a game. Okay, so um, you, can, you can teach me because yes. like, I am already confused. No. Like, that makes no sense. It's not logical, but it works but as what a you're mechanic. Also, what you're also telling me is that I could perhaps... Um, let's just say get an X Force mm-hmm. Wolverine model mm-hmm. and stick it on a base that's four stories high. It doesn't make a difference, <laughs> okay? Um, because he has a height yep. in the game anyway. So yeah, do what you want. Um, so yeah, this is this is a thing. Either way, I literally played through the the starter 
um, scenario yep. with the objectives with, and they mix up the teams. So I had yep. Captain I America with Doc Ock, and it was yeah. a very bizarre yeah grouping, but obviously for points value. Yeah, but look, it actually seems like they've kind of matched in the the good and the evil side kind of roles. Okay. So you've kind of got, I mean, there's not an exact match for Ultron, mm-hmm. for example, but Captain Marvel does a pretty good job of yep. doing similar stuff. Yeah, um, so I expected you would have the good guys and the bad guys, mm-hmm. but they've kind of mixed them up. Yeah. But they kind of, they kept those roles opposite each other. Yeah. So Ultron on one, Captain Marvel on the other, yeah, um, Peter Parker on Malay. one, yeah. Doc Ock on the other. Yeah. yeah. So they did that okay. It was just, it was weird that that was the way they went around it. But um, look, it, as I said, it, I got through it. It took longer than it should have, but a lot of that was me just triple checking shit yep. and also rolling the dice for this guy and then having to roll for that and then having to come around here to read his card to make sure he didn't have any extra rules and then running around <laughs> the other side of the table to make sure that guy didn't have any extra rules. What are the dice? Are they D8s? Something like that, yeah. yeah. But the red and white or something? Yeah, but they're not numbered. They're, yep. it's, it's like it's, almost underworld-style dice. Yeah. So you've got, you know, defensive... You've got blank faces. You've got blanks, me. success for attack, success for defense, wilds and crits. Mm-hmm. Um so very much like Underworld's yep. dice, but... Um, I bought the dice, because dice. Fair call. Um, and you use the same dice for everything, which mm-hmm. is really nice. Um, so yeah, I lo- look, it was... As far as a game goes, it actually it works well, um, I think. I like the fact that it's objective-based. I mm-hmm. like the fact that they've streamlined a lot of the, the real janky stuff that could be... Yep. Um, your true line of sight's always been a really awkward thing in a, a game system where it's kind of like, can that guy see that guy? Well, I yep. can see his hand and fuck off. Yeah, trying um, to get your eye to the level of the model yeah. to see what they see. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work ever. Um, so I like the way that they've taken it, but it's just, it's different. Mm-hmm. So, but as I said, I think we will be able to bash through now a game and actually sort of get into the how the game plays, not just... Are we getting this 100% right? And we won't. Um, but <laughs> it's man. us. Other interesting things I discovered while I was playing this is there is no... Uh, that that rule we were talking about in Blood Bowl where you can't re-roll a re-roll mm-hmm. doesn't exist. Okay. So you can definitely re-roll a re-roll in Crisis Protocol as long as the re-roll comes from a different source. Okay. Which blew my mind when I read it. I'm like, what do you mean? I can re-roll it again. Yep. But yeah, you just need to have the re-roll, the reason for the re-roll being a different reason. Yeah, okay. Um, which was in. But so, as I said, that took, you know, two hours of my life of just running to different sides of the table mm-hmm. to, to read cards. <laughs> um, and it was and a bizarre got your experience. done at the same time. Yeah, so it was good. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll bust that at some stage and, and play some games and, and actually talk about games. Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I'm happy... A, that, you know, all, all my Marvel model, models are now painted um, so that when we do pay, play, which was going to be, you know, either for this podcast or, you know, hopefully the, for the next, uh, the pictures that we put up will not look like amazing Wakanda guys next to grey plastic. So I'm happy that I got all those done. Um, I do think that the guys that I chose are not necessarily that varied. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I bought... So I've got Venom, 
Wolverine, Sabretooth, who not knowing anything about the game, I'm just assuming that Wolverine and Sabretooth do the same pretty thing. much exactly the same. Um, Ghost Rider and Cyclops. Cyclops is probably going to be different with a bit of range or whatever. Yep. So, um, but I'm looking forward to this. Yes. So. Now, and look, as I said, I originally painted the Wakandans and went, right, well, there's there's a team. Mm-hmm. And I'm mildly concerned about having to work out the synergies and stuff, and I'm just going to forget it. Um, yep. Because, I mean, that's that's apparently the thing is that, you know, again, they're giving each other re-rolls and they're, they're doing a thing if this person's within us. And I'm not going to know any of that. <laughs> um and I'm not going to care. So it's going to be interesting to see a, a very synergistic team used non-synergistically at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'll probably just get my face we'll punched get it, in. We'll get it wrong. That's it. Yeah. Um, but no, it'll be, as I said, different mechanics. It was, it was good to play something that was just completely different to anything else I'd done. So yep. we'll give that a go at some stage and, and go from there. Excellent. That's about all I've done. Uh, I've only got the one more. Um, I had my brother come around he him and his family come around every now and then uh they're up north melbourne type area of coburg uh so they come down and stay with my parents or get away it was still my parents uh house that is one loud dog yeah i mean it's a huge dog but she normally sleeps in our bedroom yeah fair enough <laughs> Uh, how's that go with the bub? Yeah, it's fine. He's, he's still young enough that he doesn't wake up to anything at yeah, the moment. So it's the best. That'll change. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, whenever he gets down, we try and get a game or something. In. Mm-hmm. So, last time it was Battlestar. He came down. I'm trying to get him. He has uh, Dreadfleet. Ooh. So, I'm trying to get him to put that together and get that up and running. Yes. So, that one weekend soon, we will get a game of that in. Anyway. Um, he came round. We were both a bit out of it, and, you know, mm-hmm. days with the kids and all the rest of it, both a bit tired. So he goes, do you want to try the advanced rules for Battlestar? I said, yeah, we can. Or we could play something else and play mm-hmm. something mindless. Yep. So out came the DC deck building game. Um, we did the, I think it's the original one. Mm-hmm. So it plays a little bit differently to the metal. Uh, so there's not guys getting captured and you're not building up your team he um play we did random ones uh he got green lantern Mm -hmm. which gives you extra power later on in the game so when you're playing i think it's three different cards in a turn you're getting extra power um which started off not doing anything but then as he built up his deck yeah it really came into its own um i got wonder woman which allowed me to draw extra Mm-hmm. So every time I bought, I think it was a villain. Yeah, so every time I bought a villain, I was able to draw an ex, extra one the next turn. Um, yeah, if I bought more than one, I got to draw however many. So I was filling up my hand, but um, yeah, that extra power was really good for him by the end. So um, he ended up taking out five of the three villains, and then I think I ended up on, sorry, five of the eight villains. I got three of them. And I think I ended up on like some 49 or 59 victory points. And then, you know, he was counting his. I'm like, no, you can stop now. <laughs> You've won. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for getting a different point of view uh, on the game, his point of view was pretty much what ours was. You know, nice. Surprised by how simple and yeah. straightforward it was, but how 
you know, interesting it was to start building up that deck. And, yeah. you know, once he got the hang of it, he was buying all the right things. And, you know, my synergy was, you know, I was full of a lot of villains because I had Wonder Woman, but mm-hmm. the synergy was not really there with other cards. Um, whereas he was getting that. And, um, yeah, good okay. game. Really, no, that's really it. Really good game. And, and I said, for me, it was a real wake up. The difference between a deck building game and a trading card yes. deck building yes. game, um, and yeah, that that was a really good good sort of piece to go. Oh, okay, so it is just a yeah, and you it then comes to what you do in game, yes. which is the bit that matters, not how much you buy. Yeah. So yeah, my brother again, uh, not heavily into the collectible card games. I think he played a couple with me, but that was about it. Um, but yeah, no, really picked it up pretty quickly and yeah, just really, really enjoyed it. And I was, you know, we spent a bit of time afterwards just going, well, you know, this is the base game. This is what else you can play. And, you know, here's some Watchmen cards. Here's some Batman Ninja cards. And yeah, no, I'm still really happy with that purchase. Yeah, that was a good call. Yeah. You know what else you purchased that you had forgotten to talk us about? What? Speaking of games that we have played that you have played, bought expansions for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. Um, so I've picked up two uh, for um, the Funkoverse game. <laughs> so when we played, I had bought the four model Batman starter, which is you know Batman... Batgirl, Joker, Harley. Mm-hmm. I also had the Batman expansion, which was Robin and Catwoman. Mm-hmm. I have picked up two more expansions for that. I haven't played with them yet. I did offer it to my brother. He looked at me very strangely. <laughs> uh, so we went for the DC deck building game. That's fair. Um, but I picked up, <laughs> I picked up the Jurassic Park one, which is um, what is his name? Uh, Jeff Goldblum's character and a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So good. Um, and then sent you a picture of, I think, Batman trying to sit on top of the Tyrannosaurus Rex because it just felt like that thing had to be a thing. Um, and then uh, I did pick up the Jaws one as well. So, um, oh, I forgot his name, the guy from Jaws. It's been a long time the since. Jaws the Jaws guy and the Jaws. The Jaws guy and Jaws, which is like this really tiny, almost baby shark. Do-do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, I couldn't help it. So I've got those. I do need to, I, even if I just play with myself, that that needs to happen. <laughs> I, I just want to have um, Batman. Oh, Batman has to go against Jaws. Yes. For the Bat, he needs shark bat repellent. repellent. Yeah. <laughs> bat shark repellent spray. <laughs> Batman and a Tyrannosaurus Rex against Jaws and... That, I don't know. That was a Riddler one, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a Riddler thing in the movie. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it's been a long time since I saw the 66 film. But they keep throwing it in everywhere. Oh, it's so great. Like it's, it's, yeah, the bat shark repellent just comes in wherever you least expect it. Um, it was in one of the Rebirth comics recently. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway. Um, so as far as games, that's probably about it. Uh, what's on at the moment? Um, 
Well, by the time you get this, um, Summer Smash will either be probably half over or fully over. That is tomorrow, and I believe Sunday as well. It's a yeah. weekend thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a whole day. A whole so, Throw the Dice are throwing their Summer Smash tournament, uh, and really good to see them back in action. Yeah, get, Doing some, what, get some big numbers. I think they're at 50 Yeah, yeah. Rich was telling me the other day, you know, got 50 at least. So it's it's great to see Rich. I mean, Rich runs through the dice, and it's a fantastic little store. Um, but those big tournaments, that's his yeah. element. Like, that's where he's Yeah, he's shined. done that for so long, and yep. he just it's such a smooth... And it, it's, he puts so much time and effort into making sure that it's an amazing event. Yep. Um, I'm really glad that they were able to run it, because that mm. was touch and go there for a while, yes. and that they were able to, to lift the, the player cap so they can do some... You know, get some decent numbers in there and enough players. Mm-hmm. And they got people coming down from Melbourne and Ballarat yep. and everywhere else yep. as well. So that'll be a big weekend for those boys. Yep. I uh, think the, uh, the Hobby Homies guys are going to be covering it. So most likely listen out for an episode from them all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did throw a little bit of help where I could. So I've kind of helped with uh, accessing um, one of, if not the main prize. For the tournament, so. Ooh, nice. Mm. He said he was getting some good stuff too. Mm. You wouldn't tell me what it was, Uh, Jack. I I might have used it a few times before I gave it to him. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I know where this conversation is going. (laughs) What do you mean going? You don't. (laughs) I'm already there. Anyway, um, I know where it's going. I don't know whether that's accurate. Yeah, it's it's fine. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so that is definitely a thing that is happening. It mm. will be big, even if you just get down to um, have a look. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, as I said, there'll be a bunch of some. I'm seeing some of the paint jobs that guys are doing yep. in that last minute dash and oh. all that kind of stuff. It's there's some pretty models. It's, um, it's just good to be back to tournament time. It's so good. Mm. Um, even if I'm not going, it's just yes. good the fact that they're on and it's you know it, it's one of those things that brings communities together and gets people excited and it just it lifts the whole the whole kind of you know the motivation to get some stuff done. Yep. Um, that is happening. What else is happening? Uh, Hobby homies have still got their summer competition going. Uh, so paint a model in some sort of summer theme. Yeah, it, it, it's that literally. It's that open. It's summer is the theme, and you need to do some hobby around yep. summer. Um, that's about it. And mm-hmm. be as loose with the theme as you want, and do whatever. Yeah, the looser the better. That is the way it works. Um, only other thing that I've got is Bradley at uh, Warhammer Geelong is starting up a Warcry league Ooh, type thing. Nice. So if you're interested in getting a couple of games of Warcry mm-hmm. in, uh, throw your name on the board there and yep. uh, he'll find some people for you to play against, have a bit of fun. And Warcry, more Warcry is always good. That is a good game to get involved in. Um, the only other thing I can think of, and it's a while off now, but the Geelong Town Open 40K event, mm-hmm. they're already working on okay. organising that. That's going to be like a June mm-hmm. situation, so plenty of time. Um, 40K, I just know that they're putting a, a pretty big emphasis on hobby and painted stuff and whatnot, and that's kind of how I got chatting to the guys who are running it. Yep. Um, so... When we know more, you'll know more. But that is another one that will be coming up on the schedule. 
You'll know more. I'll tell you. Um, I think that's about all the things I can think of. That's all I've got. I mean, you know, having dropped off the face of the planet on Facebook at least, uh, I'm not seeing enough. Oh, I'm going to have to lift my game on that. You, yeah. you, you're in charge, mate. Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a level of responsibility I don't need. I remembered two things and then I only uh, I found out about the um, war cry thing when I wandered in after work today. Yeah. Um, so it's all on you, mate. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> We're fucked. Um, but that'll do us, I think. That's it from us. Thank you very much for giving us a listen. Uh, if you like, give us a f- uh, follow um, on Facebook, Spotify, Podbeam, Pornhub, wherever you are listening to this. Um, leave us a review. Give us a comment. Um, chuck us some love or some hate. We're not fast. The one thing I will say after all of this is I've been listening to a few different podcasts recently yeah. and apparently we do not spend enough time going through every possible outlet that you could follow, <laughs> like, subscribe. Um, like, I only added this to the bottom of my notes, like three or four. <laughs> There's quite <laughs> a few I'm going through where I think half the episode is you can follow this person on this these mm-hmm. social medias and I'm going to spell out their name and all the things and then this person's over here and you yep. can follow them and... Like and subscribe and ring the bell and fucking do all the things and fuck it how anyway ads we need ads we need sponsors look I can sign so us up for ads but then it just inserts ads randomly into your podcast I didn't really want to do that uh, no no uh, we should do ads oh we could totally do ads <laughs> if you would like us to do ads and you're willing to give us anything <laughs> uh, manscaping dot com that we're oh. talking to you um. Yeah, I would totally know that would be a thing. Um, they will be the production level that you expect. That's yep. all I'm saying. You'll get what you pay for. Oh!